Hey, Tucker. Hey, Todd. This part's going to be pre-recorded, so act professional, okay? I'll do my best. This is the Tucker and Toddcast, a podcast in which we write adventure stories for our YouTube sketch show. I'm Tucker. And I'm Todd. Okay, now we can get on to the show. Hooray! <sighs> Confetti. At some point, we take our serious streak where we where we abandon the characters of Tucker and Todd altogether and just, like, write a drama film. Oh, you mean we go goodwill hunting? <laughs> yeah, we do. We go hunting for some goodwill. But we find bad will. That's a I like that idea. Yeah, the evil clone of goodwill. <laughs> bad will. It's Will Smith. Oh, he is a bad will, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's a very he, bad will. And he's earned a lot of bad will. Ill will, I guess. That's another guy we meet. <laughs> oh, ill will hunting. But like ill will is like a awesome rapper. He's like yeah, his his, his rhymes are sick. Will Smith don't got a kiss in his raps to sell records, but ill smell ill 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 smell ill Smith do <laughs> ill will ill will <laughs> ill Smith ill, <laughs> ill Smith already um, off to a great start. Yeah, of course. Ill Bill is a rapper. I don't know if ill will probably is at this point. Anyways, ill will he must be. He is now. We invented him. Yeah. yeah, he's there's... green. He's always about to puke. He's like genuinely he's he's ill. Yeah, his rhymes really are sick. <laughs> Blah, what's, what rhymes with blah? Oh, that's so funny. Actually, that's he rhymes everything with blah. He always rhymes blah with blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> or like at you with at you or whatever. What rhymes with <laughs> cover your mouth because you're about to hurl. <sighs> okay. Okay, um, this I've is been, the this anniversary is, show. This is our origin story. Yeah, that's what it is. It is an origin story. We might go. Yeah, it is back. an origin story. We might do the Joker thing where we have, uh, you know, you want to know how I got this origin? <laughs> Jared Leto as Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the creepy one is Tucker. <laughs> Oh, poor Tucker. <laughs> the everybody's single least favorite Joker is Tucker. It's funny. I don't want to kill you. I just want to hurt you real, real bad. <laughs> okay, oh. it's an origin story, and as what we've we've come up with, the very least is we we you Tucker was was raised by possums. Yeah, wild possums just out in the woods. He's a feral child in a log. Yeah, that's that's where the possums <laughs> found him. Uh, and I had said that, and then so yeah, Tucker was a a hybrid cat science experiment. Todd, I'm not sure. If, Todd, yeah, Todd, <laughs> Tucker possums, Todd cat. Yeah, he's a weird science experiment. He's in a he's in a lab. Yeah, I'm not sure if it went wrong or if they achieved what they wanted. I don't, I'm not sure I, if Todd is Todd is considered a success. I. I'm of two minds about that. I think that his creation was a success, but he didn't live up to expectations after that. Oh, he's a fail son. That's actually accurate and good. Yeah, maybe maybe they tried to train him in certain activities or tried to, you know, he, he tested below performance minimums in whatever it was that they wanted him for. I actually I, I like that a lot. I like the idea that he has great potential to be an amazing cat boy, but he's just like, no, I don't care. I don't care. Great potential to be an amazing cat boy. <laughs> what, what is an amazing like? How do you really 
Catboy good. Well, you could. It's like it was like a super. I I just was watching Ant Man, so I've got like superhero tech program. Oh, uh, oh, in my brain. You know, animal name person. Yeah. This will be the greatest cat boy. He's there's a long lineup of <laughs> other ones. How so, uh, the last cat boy like died uh like tragically. <laughs> <laughs> the last cat boy is uh his DNA was unstable and he kind of molecularly decomposed in a chain reaction that turned him into a puddle of steaming goo. Oh, he that, that he, screamed. He only had 8 lives and they underestimated. Yeah. Yeah, he spent he spent eight out of the right, nine just being born. Overestimated, yeah, that's funny. But this cat boy will be different. <laughs> <laughs> this cat boy has attitude problems. Yeah, he's uh, he's listless and uninterested in being a cat boy or doing cat boy things. He doesn't even like anime. He doesn't like the cat girls. He he does spend all day licking himself. Yeah, we got that part right, but that's the Once- only part. The minute he learned how to bathe, he never stopped. I mean, if you could, you probably would too. That's what they always tell me. So I guess I originally I thought that maybe he escaped, but did he? Was he thrown out then? Yeah, probably abandoned and ended up in the pound. So yeah, so that that is where Tucker and Todd meet. That, that is as much, and I love the I love the idea. Yeah, that's way better than meeting in preschool. It's so much funnier. So what age I what did I did I write in the discord that I thought it would be funny if oh I w- that was when I was still thinking adoption I thought it would be funny if we were in the adoption agency like or the foster care as adults we weren't even children we met as adults <laughs> we met as adults in foster adopted care. us as adults <laughs> yeah well that was a whole different thing of like Columbo sensing that there was something about us he needed to keep under his toe a couple of late twenty somethings just we'll pick them <laughs> up right up at the zoo. Yeah. No, I think I think we'll be like five or six years old by the time we end up at the pound. Okay. How many is that in possum years? Five or six. I don't <laughs> I don't know. A hundred. Maybe it's an entire possum dynasty. I don't know how old possums live to be. That's interesting. Or if that's pertinent. Maybe maybe Tucker wound up being part of a multi generational possum family. Well, yeah, that started. I started imagining like Granny Possum in the rocking chair, but it needs to stay feral woodland possums. Oh, so you were talking about the the intro then? How yes. Did you ima- how did you imagine the the episode starting? Well, there are two options in my mind. We either begin with Tucker or we begin with Todd. Now, if we begin with Tucker, we of course the. The audience perspective is going to be somewhere out in the woods. Maybe we find his log and there is this alone little feral child, probably very young, who is discovered by a family of possums. And of course, he's adopted by these possums. And there's there's room for a little montage of him doing the the Tarzan thing where he starts adopting possum behaviors, including including trying to hang upside down by his rat tail that he doesn't have. Does it have a, a Phil Collins song under it? Oh, yeah, probably. I'm I'm trying to figure out tone, because when you first said, like, finding in a field, I'm imagining Bambi. I'm imagining the fox and the hound. Yeah. In this case, but, it probably does have a lot of the Tarzan energy when he's discovered as a youth. So the, the, the energy is a little bit more like hopeful and, and wondrous rather than like pastoral and tense. Yeah, it probably starts out kind of gloom and gloomy and grim because it's it's a 
an abandoned child alone in the woods. Is he like and then, whimpering? yeah, probably doing sad dog noises. I don't know. I don't know what species Tucker really is, so I don't know what he does. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine him just as a boy. <laughs> he's, not, he's not much smaller than he is now either. He's like making hyena noises or whatever. Yeah, he's just and he like shows his teeth and growls to these possums and they growl back and they respect. And then, and then they take him in. Do they have subtitles as they communicate to each other or do we play it totally straight? Play it totally straight. These are just animals. And he's if he if he communicates with them at all, it's like all kind of empathy. Like, oh, this one's hungry. This one's injured. This one's afraid. <laughs> I keep trying this to make one. It. This one regrets getting his degree in mechanical engineering. Just throw that in there somewhere. Yeah, they they play banjo together or whatever. <laughs> Welcome to the woods, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so. Yeah. So, do we show the whole? Are we kind of interchanging between uh, like intro stories, or are we playing out one to a cliffhanger and then playing out the other and then having them meet? Uh, yeah. It was gonna be sort of. It was gonna be sort of playing one. And then neatly transitioning into the other, because I was thinking that the lab is actually in a building fairly nearby to these woods. And the the camera perspective is actually going to shift to the building and enter the window to where there's a little Todd in a lab, which is why this the scene transition works in either direction, because you can leave the window to the woods or enter the window into the lab. Yeah, definitely. So it, we'll have to decide sometime whether Todd's intro should be the one to come first or not, because he can stare. He can stare wistfully out the window and think of like the world outside the lab and, you know, that kind of yearning. And then the camera can go out there into the woods and then be like, maybe it's not so great out there. Look at this abandoned child in a log. Yeah, that is. That, I think that's a seamless way to kind of do it. But I am also curious, like how far the story is. So like if I also like the idea of Tucker coming first, just because that's the order that the names come in the title and these things. Um, I that had that had crossed my mind, too. But I got to go with whichever one is narratively more appropriate. Yeah. And we will see. So so you had you had said that at a certain point that Tucker ends up. Oh, were you going to do the thing with the family, the possum family getting tra- getting hunted trapped? down by hunted? by yeah. some hillbillies? Yeah. Yeah, that's when the banjo really starts playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that is where it comes in. Um, <laughs> do you hear that? They're coming. We're really in backcountry. Oh, yeah. They they play the banjo while they're chasing the possums around. They play the, 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 oh, what's his name? Old fashioned yakety sax. Benny Hill. They play the Benny Hill chase music on bandos. Yeah. And, uh, I guess behind all of these hillbilly thugs, there's a a bunch of women in bikinis and lingerie on roller skates. (laughs) Since, I mean, if we're going to do Benny Hill, we're going to do Benny Hill. He's there. He's the mayor of this town. Oh, interesting. I was thinking maybe he's in charge at the pound. Oh, that's cool. So how does that happen? Is is Tucker Tucker gets caught in in a in a like in a snare or whatever and, and the probably, hillbillies don't find him? Yeah, they probably cut him loose cuz he's not a possum. They don't 
they don't want this. Ew, this is a, I don't know what that is. It looks kind of like a human child or some kind of monkey. Get rid of it. Oh, do they just cut him loose or do they take him to the pound? We don't know what this is. No, they probably don't take him to the pound. They're not conscientious. He, uh, in fact, I think that's the sort of, we do each of their intro sequences and then we do a split screen that details how each one of them winds up on the streets. Okay. And it'd probably be mostly lacking in dialogue. So it would just be music and, and then visual themes. But then it shows each of them kind of, there's Tucker. He's off running away with his possum family as they're being hunted down by hillbillies. And there's Todd. He's, he's not passing his, his cat boy exams. With the other X-Men or whatever. <laughs> he's he's with he's with Frog Girl and, and uh, <laughs> Bat Guy, the Incredible Stick. <laughs> oh, they're all doing quite well, but Todd just either he doesn't have the aptitude, or or like me in school, he doesn't apply himself. He's just not interested in whatever this is. He he spends more time thinking about how much he doesn't like the thing he's supposed to do that he can't focus on the thing that he's supposed to do. Yeah, spending too much time just kind of rueful about the whole thing. Yeah, and I lost, think I lost think in resentment. Yeah, and I think that could easily be shown just visually in a split screen, and then they both wind up out on the street, tipping over trash cans, looking for a snack or something, and then somebody calls animal control. I do like I like I like the uh, the split screen of them in different states of like impoverishment or whatever, like with the fingerless gloves rubbing their hands over the fire in the in the trash can. <laughs> the, the fire bin. Yeah. yeah, they're just bums in different ends of the town or whatever. Yeah. Within like roughly 30 seconds of ending up on the street, they've gone full bum transition. American hobo. And then, so do we show them? Oh, so I guess it, American Hobo. And then, do we show them getting grabbed by what are those guys? Do those even exist anymore? Animal control? I'm sure they do, but I want it to be with like a big silly net. Yeah, like, like dog like, catchers. Oh, are they yeah, like child like, catchers like... from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Oh, was it called Child Catcher or Child Collector? I'm Googling Child Catcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's a horrifying looking guy. <laughs> Isn't it just though? <clears throat> like every bad nightmare. But yes, that's the kind of net. It's like SpongeBob going for jellyfish. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so they get caught at the same time. And then that both the split screen fades to black and then opens on like the I, next morning in the pound. I was actually thinking that the uh, the two different animal control vans would both pull up to the 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 pound and then the split screen would continue on until both get thrown into the same cage and actually cool. break the line in between the split screens yeah i was trying to figure out a way to do that that's that's way that's way cooler than a a, a transition yeah they both get thrown into the same cage from opposite ends and then the split screen split is gone yeah, I mean, yeah, they could be opposite ends. They could even be in like side by side cages and then just the line disappears. Well, if they're in side by side cages, then the line kind of just transitions into being the divider between the cages. Yeah, which which you can which you can do with like a, a really minor perspective shift. So you just yeah. kind of tilt the axis a little bit so that you can see that it's actually a chain link line. How long has that been there? 
it becomes a problem. There's a chain link line attached to the camera. <laughs> Oops. Somebody forgot to remove this filter. <laughs> I'm a cat now. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I didn't have... Did we want to explore any more of the origin stuff or move on to their first introduction in the cages? Uh, well, as for Tucker's origin, I think it's mostly concluded. Those guys are now a bunch of possum hats. Todd's <laughs> family. Do they Todd, come back later? Uh, maybe. Maybe just like as a little stuffed animal somewhere. Todd's origin, though, is the one that actually leaves open new opportunity because... This is a this is a lab that seems to be creating like superheroes. Yeah. So would it be a lab belonging to a company that we've already established in our world? Uh, does is it is it the company that would eventually become Abaddon bargain bin I mean, superheroes as an attempt to create heaven on Earth? I mean, I'm curious. But then they that that would mean that Basil Bub created Todd, which is just. No, I don't like that. Yeah, that's 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 tethering us to the wrong source. Beyond that, I don't places, know if we have any other big companies. Places that had labs. Uh, where is my list? Recurring characters, groups, and factions. Handy. Uh, not one of the orders. Not phantasology. What is what is the thing in the thing in in the Marvel ones called? Uh, pretty. You mean like big companies? Yeah, like who made who who put the adamantium or adamantite or whatever inside Logan? Oh, that was the Weapon X program, I think. I think it was a military thing. But if you want big bad companies in Marvel, there's like there's Oscorp. Yeah, I guess there's a ton, aren't there? They're just random I guess, characters. I guess Stark's company doesn't count as being big and evil, but it it was in the first place, which is why he became Iron Man in the first place. Is it well? Is it a brown water project? <laughs> yes, it is now. <laughs> okay, they're making bargain bin superheroes. Yeah, I don't know if they're necessarily superheroes, but yeah, like superhumans, super soldiers. Yeah, their their first foray into it after the success of other uh, companies and groups that won't be named. Or is it is it an earlier version of the Sendables? And because these cat boys would have the nine lives, they were like they were like disposable. They were they were the dispendables, dispensables. <laughs> oh, we're just going to keep on kind of tugging off the expendables. OK, but it's one of those. And they've got this facility somewhere in the woods. Yeah, not far, uh... not far away from yours. No, and they can't be that far away from like the town either, because both both boys managed to find their way to their own the same pound. Yeah, their own slum areas and the same pound. Yeah, I guess that's that's a, a pretty basic decent setup. Can't can't commit to any of the the tasks that have been assigned. Ends up being I think I said tossed out. Right? Doesn't run away. Yeah, he's uh either he's tossed out or he does run away, but. Everybody was like, well, we were going to kick him out of here anyway. So, oh, maybe that's the, maybe it's a higher stakes thing. And it's that he ran away because he realized that they were going to kill him because he's useless kind of thing. Is he is he that smart already? He's like <laughs> five years. He's like a five year old kid. He is that smart. Well, that's why that we've been taking our our unlimiting pills since oh, we were right. children is because we're very smart. Oh, well, Todd is anyways. Tucker's a feral little beast <laughs> child. Feral, yeah. He's he's Mowgli. <laughs> The only language he knows is possum snarl. Yeah, but his his midi count is higher than <laughs> even Monster Yoda's. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> oh. Maybe he maybe he learns spoken English within like a day of engaging with Todd. That would be pretty smart. Yeah. There's something about him that is like activated and heightened. Ah, as soon as he's actually engaging with intelligent beings instead of possums, the, oh, yeah. the he, a higher part of his mind just activates. He, uh, <laughs> he like he is one of the best possums. Like that's all he's been committing his mind to for however long. So that's what he's good at. But <laughs> he's good at possuming. Possuming, yeah. He is the best possum. <laughs> <laughs> top three, anyway. No, <laughs> top three. No, up there with uh, James Lancaster. Never personally seen a better possum. <laughs> Off the top of my head, couldn't name a better one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's all for them. They end up in their slums. They get thrown into the. I like the whole camera transition. So they so they wake up in the same. They get thrown into the same cage, then they're already awake, I guess. Either into the same cage or into side-by-side cages. I like that, too. Either one works. And is it a case of, like, they look up from being slumped in there, and they, the first thing they see is each other? Yeah, probably. What are you in for? They they light up a cigarette. Tucker's just like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tucker doesn't talk yet. Yeah. I love that. I love the idea that Tucker can't <laughs> talk right now. <laughs> I I too like the prospect of a silent Tucker. Uh, just the, the sound effects. And that's how I ended up in the pound. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I got the award for best possum. <laughs> I mean, add that to the list because that's a funny one. <laughs> I can't even remember where that was. Was that one off jokes that that was? Y lines. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how. <clears throat> God bless you. Yeah, I was clearing my throat, trying to get the mic to wake up. Please wake up. Mike, the Uncle Scar tossed Mike into the stampede. <laughs> so we're both in the pound. Uh, Todd tries to engage Tucker. Tucker just kind of hisses and, and backs up to his end of the cage. Is this going to be... And then... I haven't oh. thought at all about the story in between. Do you have, do you have thoughts for what happens next? Uh, I was thinking that it would uh, that would be an opportunity for once again an out of the window shot as if we're in an actual jail cell. There's there's the window and there's the moon out there and we can look out there and see the, the moon go away and the sun come up and like day night transition. And then by the time the sun has come up and the birds are chirping, Tucker is speaking in full sentences. Oh, do we do a little setup for that then? Does does do we have any reference to Todd intending to to speak? Oh, at first Tucker starts off feral, um, and uh, Todd Todd so Todd is trying to act empathetic and and genial or whatever, trying to to connect with him, but Todd is aggressive, and at some point Todd asks a question or makes some sort of reference or sound that Tucker responds to and kind of like sits down and responds with uh, a kinder sound. And then that's where it kind of like cross dissolve or does the, the, the 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 camera looks up to the moon changes to the sun. And now they've, they've chatted all through the night and talker Tucker's talking English now. Yeah. It probably starts with, uh, food. It's always food. When you're dealing with a feral child, you give them a snack and suddenly they calm down. Oh, does, does, is, 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 as in the pound gives Tucker food or pound gives Todd food and not Tucker and Todd shares his with Tucker. 
yeah, that I think I think if Tucker's being aggressive, little feral man child, then yeah. the taught the the pounder's like, I don't want to go in there and give him anything. You can go hungry for all I care. And then he's hungry and Todd shares food and then bam, a, we've got a fox and the hound bond. Yeah, I like that. The even the guy goes to feed Tucker, but Tucker starts like gnashing and and uh, ta- Tasmanian deviling out. And the guy's like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Complete well, with the you, Tasmanian then. devil sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yep, full Tasmanian devil, and the guy nopes. <laughs> he nopes the fuck out of there. It's like I'm not doing this, and Todd takes pity on him. Yeah. And then, yes, then you can do the night day transition. And then by next morning, Tucker's speaking in full sentences. And I mean, and so that's going to have to be. A, and that's how I something, something, something. Then, So what is your what is your line for your first your very first English line is Tucker? Oh, wow. This is tough. <laughs> <laughs> you invested my best man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, and that's, and that's how, how my I've... possum family was killed by a bunch of hillbillies. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, so, and that's how I watched the bloody massacre of my possum family. Oh yeah, and that's why I've sworn revenge against all <laughs> hillbillies. No, I mean obviously that's how he says, and that's <laughs> and that's how I won the award for best possum. <laughs> that's a perfect spot. Yeah, I... and, and and Todd is just like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's that is the perfect spot for it. I can't believe, like, we already came up with it. Why are we looking for something else? Or 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 is he like like fully engaged as like best possum? What? And you're like best possum, best That's... possum ever. That's... <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> best like, possum what? Ever. <laughs> I like that. You don't even have to be that smart, but just as a human boy, you are just the best possum hands down. They're like, there's no competition. We don't even, (laughs) I can look far into the future. No possum has ever been as great as this guy. (laughs) The award for best possum. Best possum what? (laughs) Ever. Oh, he's like all impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's a five-year-old child. Oh, I do like, yeah, I guess if he is a five-year-old, but I keep forgetting that they're kids, so they got to have that childlike wonder. Yeah, that, that sort of, that sort of, wow. Yeah, what I do. I don't have any it. awards. <laughs> like, I got thrown out. For, I couldn't even finish the test. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any awards. Oh, I'm worst cat boy. Are there other? <laughs> All the other ones died, I guess. I don't know. Well, well, yeah, because this is the idea of the worst in the long line of the legacy yeah. of Catboys. Well, if you're the only one still living, I think that makes you the best. The wonderful thing about Catboys. The Catboys is a wonderful thing. <laughs> okay, Tigger. <laughs> Tigger, please. Oh, now we're just out of control. Off the wall. Off the wall, off the record, off the beaten path. Off the chain. Off the cuff. Ooh, off the dome. <laughs> I'm, uh... All out of... Off the reservation? Ah, shit. The bad one. Well, now I'm really all out of ideas. (laughs) Me too. Okay, so where are we? We are at the point where Tucker now speaks English. Yes, Tucker has managed to learn the entire English language, at least as much as Todd does, uh, within less than 24 hours. And so are we going to... Go ahead. 
I think this means that the boys are actually smart enough to escape. Are we going to escape? So was is this story going to culminate in us meeting mom or are we <clears throat> leaving that well, to something else? There are a couple of options for that. Oh, okay. Bye, Gigi. Did, er- did everybody leave? Just Gigi? Just Gigi. We'll try and bring her back. Um, how do I chat? Failed to join. I don't believe you. Join channel. Chunk. Welcome back. Welcome back. I will record up to six hours. Great. All right. So two two possible options. Two possible as far as mom options. Goes. Yeah, two two possible options. Best <laughs> possible <sorry>. options. <laughs> yeah. The best possible options are either mom actually comes to collect us from the pound, in which case I still think we should have an attempted escape sequence, but fail. Or we should successfully escape and encounter her another way. Hmm. The escape is an interesting one. Like if it's a uh, because once again, I just saw Ant-Man. It's maybe not necessarily uh, she set up a test to uh, to determine our worthiness to be her adoptees or whatever. Or she she witnesses us our, our, our escape attempt and is so impressed that she wants to adopt us. Well, then that means that our escape attempt gets us into enough trouble that we're about to be put down and she rescues us. We're about to be put down. Yep, they're just gonna take us to like a little dog-shaped electric chair. We're we're in like a high-speed police chase. There's like a skyscraper on fire. Through the halls of the pound. Oh, in the pound still. Yes, but we we cause enough of a ruckus that they're they're either about to transfer us away from each other or do something bad to us. Probably worst-case scenario is actually them separating us now that we've been pair-bonded. Do we cause a pound riot? Like, do we do we play some sort of socio political game within the pound? We rally all the other other animals around us. I think it's funny that it hadn't like we rally all the other feral children, but no, they're all animals. <laughs> yeah, they are all animals. Yeah, the we are unique. Or, or <laughs> I mean, is it a pound where there's bizarre feral children? <laughs> is that just the reality that we're in? I think it's funnier if we're the only two in there, especially because Todd is a cat person. Yeah, I agree. And Tucker we, was raised by possums, so he came in looking like, we, uh, we I can, mean, he's a mess. We can cartoonify the animals if we want to. We didn't do that with the possums, but we can do it with the pound ones. They can be like, uh, it's, they're all Disney references. They can be like Aristocats. Or, oh, they're Oliver and Company. I was gonna say Oliver and Company. Yeah, they've got the 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 sunglasses and the. Oh, that's actually very interesting. Is it that? Is it? I think it should actually be all dogs go to heaven. Oh, I like that too, Charlie. Charlie and, uh, was much more impactful on my childhood than Oliver and Company. I agree. I watched the hell out of All Dogs Go to Heaven. I actually just watched it recently, and uh, Charlie doesn't hold up. But why can't I remember his name? The little one. <sighs> Dom DeLuise is the voice. Why can't I do the call? Itchy. Itchy, yeah. I was going to call him Scratchy. That's why. (laughs) His character is awesome. And there's just a bad guy called Carface. With the best voice that any bad guys ever had. Did you see the sequel? No. Oh, the sequel is amazing. Carface is is there. It takes place in San Francisco. And Carface is the assistant of the devil who is a cat who poses as a dog to trick dogs into going to hell. That's fucked. <laughs> it's an amazing movie. That's crazy. 
Anyways, in our story, we rally we rally the animals. Is that our plan? Yeah, we we start a a riot at the pound. Who what knows? Do we start who knows where the dog? You know? Oh, we're gonna complain about not enough kibble. <laughs> we they feed so, us worse than dogs. Riot. They feed us worse than dogs. And all the dogs agree. They're like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> we don't get enough kibble. <laughs> we don't get enough good enough kibble." I'm trying to think of ads. Are there any lines from? All I can think of right now is "Meow Mix, please deliver," but I can't think of kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits, bacon. We want bacon and cheese. <laughs> anyway, it shouldn't be too difficult to get a bunch of dumb dogs hopped up about food. No, the who chihuahuas... knows where they got those mattresses to set on fire, though. Chihuahuas got on boots. Yeah, the the place is going crazy. There's toilet paper being thrown all over the place. Nobody knows where the dogs got that either. Or these mattresses that are on fire. But they're starting a riot. And actual, like, SWAT pound police have to come in. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Like, actual emergency response teams, corrections officer types come in. Stuff that the, from, the pound that would never have, but they do. Yeah, uh, like, they're from, like, the bu- the bunker in the pound. Yeah. They, they've got riot police. The whole lockdown. Yeah, the whole place goes into lockdown, and we get caught as the culprits. We get dragged before the pound warden, who's going to send us to different places. And now that we've made friends with each other, that's worse than death. Is the is the pound all cartoonified? It's got crazy like razor wire all around and whatnot. Oh yeah, I think it should be. It should look like every terrible movie about prison. It's got a guard tower. It's got several guard towers. It's got a <laughs> a big like wall. A big stone wall that has patrols walking across it and 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 raised razor wire and sirens and big floodlights. Oh, the guards have dogs and the dogs in the pound call them Uncle Toms. <laughs> we what we have to do is get those dogs in on the riot. Oh yeah, definitely. And so we get we get called in and we're we're threatened with being transferred to different maximum security pounds. <laughs> Different maximum security pounds are just like different wings or whatever. No, we're we're each going to be shipped off to a different state. But on our on our way to whatever situation we'll be headed to, I, either separate buses or whatever, that's when mom intervenes and adopts us. While we're on the buses? While we're on our way to the buses. We've, we're in a chain oh, okay. gang. Two separate chain gangs. I want those two. Is it the cha- the chain gang is just one of those dog walking waist belt belt things? Yeah, <laughs> that's what passes for a chain gang at the pound. You're all connected to one of the guards. Yep, Tucker is being like dragged behind. This is demeaning. Yeah, he's he's sitting with his arms crossed. He's in a sulk. He's just kind of being pulled. He's got a harness, <laughs> so he's being, being pulled, pulled backwards. Yeah, he's, he's only friend. It's occurring to me that we might have to have one of the gags where, like, a dog tries to sniff Tucker's butt. Oh, does Tucker try to sniff the dog back? Then it's a Dr. <laughs> Doolittle gag. And he looks at it, he's like, why do you like this? <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> wash your ass. Yeah, what's the, what's the wash your ass? Tells the dog. <laughs> the dog gets all self-conscious. Oh. <laughs> I lived with possums and we smelled great. <laughs> what's your excuse when was the last time you had a bath i'm at the pound yeah well go pound sand <laughs> yeah. perfect <laughs>
Uh, yeah, and then, and Tucker's and, become and, smart enough to become snappy. And so it's as you're being dragged, are we, we're basically lining up at the buses, and as we're about to step foot on the step, there's like a, a, a hem, excuse me. Yeah, we, uh, we exchange what we think is going to be our last glance ever. It, very sad. And then the sad music is playing, and now it's the opportunity for that record skip as, as, a, as a matronly lady who must look like she's the size of Lady Dimitrescu. To us, she looks like she's nine feet tall because her head is always out of frame. Is that the vampire mommy from all the the memes? Okay. Yes. The the new Resident Evil game. She's nine feet tall, guy. Uh, Was there a reference in just for the the storytelling when the, if we are going with the idea that she noticed our successful attempt at like starting the prison ride and was impressed or whatever. Is there some sort of reference at some point where like we are being monitored through a camera or a drone or some sort of reference to being watched by her before, even though it's not revealed who it is that's watching. See, I'm, I'm remembering a time when mom was watching us in another scene. So it should Mm. probably just be like that. Mm -hmm. Like sitting in an armchair with a glass of brandy watching us on a screen but i think i think that i think it would turn that was when we revealed that mom was columbo we that's when we revealed that but we don't have to here it can be done like dr claw and specifically because of that did we have columbo stroking stan's head while he was watching us or something like that no but craig was stroking stan's head when we first met craig yeah i remember that when when we traveled to craig's list yeah the craig with the grumpy oh, little bear. Yeah. Who is now just a bear. I'm a real bear. You were. Oh, but did yes, you see? She, did, oh, go on. I was going to ask if you saw the new Craig design. I did not. Oh. I don't think. Well, here, let me grab it for you real quick. Lay it on me. I'm eager. I'm eager to see him. Where did I put it? Clips. No. New good sprites. <laughs> I'm into it. Is that a jetpack? Yeah. That's awesome. So that's our Craig, Craigie. Yeah, that's 2.0. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I think that is that's the whole story. The matronly ahem. Yes, Excuse and that, that's when she adopts us. Uh, she's she decides to take us both. The warden advises against it, says we're we're troublesome, and she. Insists, I wouldn't take these two, ma'am. Yeah, like that, and she insists, and she's got that you know that mom tone that you don't argue with. Oh, to the point where the 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 warden actually like qu- quavers, qu- he quavers. Sh- he, sh- he shrinks. Yeah, like visibly, he becomes smaller as she insists. Oh, yeah, I like that. As she rises yeah. up, he gets a little small. Oh yeah, she she towers over him. She's like, I insist. They're a bonded pair, and they're coming with me. He swallows his Adam's apple. Yeah, now it's gone. <laughs> Gulp. Oops. <laughs> That's not supposed to come off. And now she's got us in little kennels and we've got oh, cones. She's got the got, little carriers. Yeah. And we're we're wearing cones of shame. I like that. Well, because, yeah, it will have been established that Todd has a licking problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Todd has to wear a cone for a little while. And just to make everything even Tucker has to wear one, too, even though he's got no issue. Yeah. Oh, why are you so sad, Todd? Well, I can't lick myself now. Oh, don't worry. I'll lick you. That's it. You get the comb, too. That's the workaround. 
Yeah. That's so funny. Why do I have to wear a cone? You're too good of a friend. <laughs> yeah, you're you're too good of a friend. <laughs> a real bro. Yeah. But they at the end of it, when when they finally get to their their new home, they're released out into the yard. And that's their opportunity to do their fox and the hound moment where they're like, you're my best friend. We'll be best friends forever. Row, 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 row. But, but most importantly, Tucker gives Todd his best possum award. Oh. Which means we actually get to do like a super wholesome moment because that's like Tucker's only and most prized possession. Does I'm trying to think, does Todd have something to give? His collar. Does he have, does he have a tag? Maybe he had an ear tag this whole time. He hands it over. It's all like moldy and gross. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I will treasure or, this forever. Or is it like a ball of yarn or something like that? Like something treasured by a cat? Oh, yeah. I Let's just assume that they both managed to smuggle in a single item from their origin. Right. And so they, they exchange their most precious item with their most precious person. And, you know, in the background, after, as they make that exchange, you can start playing the Tucker and Todd theme quietly. And it starts coming in. Yeah. Like they're like doing their little exchanges. And, and, and the, 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 I'm giving my you my most precious object because you're my most precious human. And it cuts the mom like, like vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. No, we don't we don't have a, a cynical observer, I don't think. No, she's probably observing and she's um enigmatic. She's she's pouring herself a little half glass of wine as she watches us through a window. And she just gives a bit of amusing like hmm. hmm. Yeah, just kind of like a lofts an eyebrow and just gives a soft hum. Yeah. Like like she's a scientist observing uh the test results. She's like Ollivander, curious, most curious. Yeah, she's got something about that energy. She's she she's a provider, but not really a caregiver, a guardian, but not a loving mother. Yeah, because it turns out she's an alien entity who doesn't really feel these things. But we we are kept safe and we've got a home now and a yard and a sand pit that we had to really it was really hard to convince Todd to stop shitting in it. Oh, that's actually interesting. There's, because we were taken from the pound, we don't even have like children's bedrooms. We just you you said there's the carriers. We just have like kennels and pens at home, though. Too, we sleep on a dog bed on the floor. Yeah, we we'll we'll have to grow out of it eventually. But yeah, we we sleep in like little beds on the floor. There's there's a cat bed with Todd's name on it, and a cat bed with Tucker's name on it. And like proper pets, we each sleep in the wrong one and eat out of the wrong bowl. Well, I yeah. want yours. So I, I always sleep in the Todd bed. I was watching a video of, I think it was a husky who was in like a uh, a foster situation with a bunch of other dogs. And it would run over to the other dog's bulls and knock the food out of it so that they couldn't eat it. What a jerk. <laughs> what a bully. That, that dog was a cat. Yeah. I watched a rescue video and it was exactly as I described. It was just the the family that had adopted this rescue dog had already gotten a bed and a bowl and all the other accoutrements with this dog's name on it to go along with the accoutrements of the dog they already had and of course the right. newcomer immediately goes for the other dog's stuff no, and the, the the existing dog went for the new dog's stuff so they just kind of exchanged yeah it's a win-win 
yeah, it was just a, a fair compromise and exchange. Fine. I guess that's your name now. Yeah, I guess I get new stuff, sucker. Exactly. And I imagine that's how Tucker and Todd behave at home until they're humanized a little more by stuff like going to school, where when they try oh, to get into a cat bed, yeah, when they try to get into a cat bed in like first grade nap time or whatever, they get told, no, we don't do that. Well, what do you do? We sleep on these really shitty, like quarter inch thin pads on the floor. Oh, and that's better than this nice, comfy, plushy cat bed. Why? Tucker at show and tell with his best possum award. Oh, Todd always bragging to kids. Todd has it now. All right. Todd does have it now. Yeah. Which which mean which means Todd would bring it and he say, I'm the best possum. <laughs> it starts a and conflict. It's an opportunity for everybody to say best possum. What? And he can say ever. <laughs> and then we we refresh that joke. They're less impressed. Yeah, they're not as impressed. But Tucker, Tucker is happy. He's into it. His best friend is the best <laughs> fucking possum ever. Tucker's so stupid. He doesn't even realize it. That's funny. Tucker gets jealous. He's like, oh, man, I used to be the best. <laughs> For a minute, he forgets that he he crowned his best friend the best possum ever. He's like, wait a minute. I'm the best possum ever. Wait. Oh, maybe that's the way you spin it is is Tucker's like elbowing people in the crowd, like grinning out of the corner of his nose. Like I'm I made him the best possum. He's actually a cat boy. Yeah, I I crowned him. I made him the best possum ever. I I made him. I made him what he is. <laughs> you gave him all the fur. No, and the whiskers and the, the licking problem. Is that you? No, I cured the licking problem. <laughs> I took over that mantle. <laughs> Is that why you always puke up fur balls? That's personal. So we've got yeah. we've got their their origin, them ending up on the streets in the pound, start a riot, they get adopted, they get witnessed at home in their new environment. They have their their first day of real people school and it's really awkward. Do you want to go eh, any further? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even I hadn't even envisioned them getting to school. I didn't know where to go after the adoption. Well, obviously they do have to go to school. Oh, should should they in school? Should they should the kind of the last scene be them in school be a little bit of a setup of a, a foreshadowing of them having um been drawn towards like drama or acting or writing or or whatever, performing. Oh. Yeah, actually, now that I think of it, we it that would be the perfect end to their origin story is a sort of mirror image of them on either side of like a classroom table in basically the exact same setup that they are in the studio. And they're just mm, like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, and then and then what if he does this? And like they start who who's what, what, what do you got there, Todd? Oh, I've got this this little story. Tell me, tell me what happens in your little story, and they they go from there. That's interesting. I'm trying to figure out how to break into it. For when when you were first saying it was a story, I was imagining they're trying to like impress a girl, and then I was imagining maybe it was like that was actually a thing that would happen in class. I remember doing in like grade one or two, where it was like you would go around the room telling a story one sentence at a time. Oh yeah, 
we could have a, a story assignment like that where the teacher's like, okay, we're going to tell a story one at a time. And Tucker tells a line and then Todd tells a line and they start laughing. And then they keep interrupting the other classmates. The other classmates don't get a chance to tell a story because Tucker and Todd just keep telling a story and like uh, one upping each other's sentence or whatever. I think that's great. Not only that, but they're, they, uh, they keep everybody else eventually leaves teacher included schools over <laughs> And they're still in the same classroom, still writing this story together. I like that as is like everything is dark, but there's one like lampshade shining on them. They're burning the midnight oil. Yeah. And it's just somewhere out there. Doors are being closed. The school's being locked up for the night. But these two kids are still engaged. Yeah. With with their activity. They finally figured out what they're here for. And then that's when the Tucker and Todd music starts coming in as they realize how much they love telling their stories. Camera yeah, zooms out dramatically. They're they're mumbling story writing audio slowly fades out as the Tucker and Todd theme fades in. And then it's just that's all, folks. Yeah, the camera pulls out of the window of the classroom they're in and 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 does a big like crane zoom out of the moon shining over the town they're in. And it all happened in a little town called Riverdale. And then it it keeps on zooming out and out and out and out and out and then right into the window at home. And there's there's mom in that same armchair watching the boys on that video feed. <laughs> She's got a camera of them at the school. Obviously, she would. But that's that's a post credit scene. Oh, OK. Mom's always watching. Is there any sort of like dialogue line from her of like it's all falling into place or something like that? Oh, so she's a supervillain now. Or she's like step to check. Probably just another instance of that sort of soft hum. Mm, I do like that. Yeah, ambiguous. Yeah, the the fewer spoken lines from her, I think, the better because keeping her nebulous is is important. Especially because observing us interact with each other is very curious. But it's probably at that moment that she decides to get our our uh, our prescription. I mean, and it's actually kind of interesting and funny because. My 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 kind of weakness in the beginning was that I, I wasn't living up to my potential. I couldn't find the thing that I cared about to do. And one of your problems in the beginning was that you literally didn't speak English. And then now, like a couple of days later or whatever, we're now in school excelling at, at speaking English. Yeah. And, and so using like it, that. using it to create. Yeah. We because found we found what we're supposed to do. Everybody around us. Oh, yeah, we. We managed to annoy everybody. So that trend continues on well into our adulthood. Yeah, perfect. And and there's our there's our 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 theme comes on, there's our credits, and then we've got our post credit scene where not only is mom watching us, but she's holding our new prescription. Mm, for I like our, that. our limiting our limiting pills. We're advancing yeah, a little even... too quickly. You don't you don't necessarily see you hear her like shaking a bottle of pills in her hand, like one little shake, one little shake as she's watching. And then as she makes her little sign of hmm, she places the bottle down on the desk and the camera uh, cuts to the, the close up label that says like Rx Tucker Todd. Oh, yeah, that's actually it's an opportunity for her to leave. But the camera stays and zooms in on the thing she left behind, which was the pill bottle. Like the Lily of the Valley label in Breaking Bad. Yeah, exactly like that. Okay, I like that. And then, yeah, she starts microdosing us immediately. <laughs> Not enough to turn us into complete knuckleheads, but she slows us down. Yeah, and I guess we'll check in on that next year. Yeah, 
Oh, Tucker and Todd Adolescence. Yeah, Tucker and Todd Adolescence. The year after that, we got to do Tucker and Todd in high school. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll do we'll do the junior high and then the high school. And then eventually we do the college years, which is when they first start trying to get acting gigs on television. And they do the, that's when they do, do the domestic sitcom. After doing a bunch of really shitty commercials and ads. Oh, yeah. That's, that's an opportunity for us to not only create ads, but to star in some. Yeah. If we create a cool enough aesthetic, we can start doing that for all the ads. Starring in them? Yeah. Advertising <laughs> them as if we're celebrity spokespeople for the ad. Yeah. Like George Carlin back in the day. I don't know. Did he do product placement? Yeah, he did the 1010-220 phone TV commercial. Oh, I do remember that. That's the only one I remember him doing, but I do remember him doing it. That's interesting. One of the first thing I look up is a Reddit post where it said Carlin had long financial struggle because of tax problem it took nearly decades to fix. It's probably why he was so prolific. That's interesting to think. So he was busy because he needed to be? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. The man's an artist and you don't really get to become an artist unless you're struggling somewhere. Yep. If everything is super great, you don't have anything to talk about. And your art is uninteresting. There's plenty of proof of that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, people need to go looking for something to be mad about. Anyways, I think that's that's this that is our our anniversary one year anniversary commemoration episode. Yeah, I think that little tale. I think that little tale is neatly wrapped up. That's a a, a neat little dispatch package. Thank you, everyone and anyone, for joining us uh, for this first year of um, Tucker and Todd. Yeah, um, I've been I'm, I've been Tucker. I've been Todd, and you've been folks. <laughs> yeah, I've been a feral child. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> That's, That's the thing that I can do. That's what I. <laughs> That's very impressive. <laughs> Have you been a cat boy before? I have. I, I've also <laughs> lived alone with my with only a cat as my friend, and so you, you learn how to speak to them. Oh yeah, yeah. I I wish my cat made more traditional cat noises so that I was well practiced. All right, we've gone too far. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's enough. We're gonna get the wrong kind of traffic. Oh, I mean, any bump is a bump. Well, then why didn't we make fun of the Sigma males? Oh, right. You're right. I forgot. We're going to have. I mean, it's in the list. Yeah. You guys, your days are numbered. <laughs> We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, that was fun. Bye. Bye, everybody. Good night. <laughs>